welcome to Russian Made Easy, where we leverage advanced techniques like superliteral translation and construction branching to get you speaking Russian naturally right from the start. All right, welcome to episode number six. Let me just toss out a reminder that these podcasts are cumulative, so if this is your first time joining us, it's best to start with episode number one. Now, before getting to our review session, I'd like you to listen to and repeat this two-word phrase. Я буду. Я буду. You know that first word, я, it's the буду part that's new for us. So, say the phrase one more time. Я буду. Okay, let that sink in for a bit, and now let's do our review. How would you ask, what is this? Что это? Say, this is caviar. Это икра. Ask, who is this, your lawyer? Кто это, твой адвокат? Say, no, this is my dad. Нет, это мой папа. Now, what was that two-word phrase we learned at the start? Я буду. Let's see if we can figure out a good translation for it. So, imagine you're in a cafe. The server comes over to take your order, and you say, Здравствуйте. Я буду борщ. And then your cousin says, А я буду пиццу. Listen to those two lines again, and think of what the translation might be given the situation. Remember, we're saying this to our server who's writing down what we say. Здравствуйте. Я буду борщ, пожалуйста. А я буду пиццу. Здравствуйте. Я буду борщ. Hello. I blank борщ. А я буду пиццу. And I blank pizza. In English, there's a variety of ways we'd give our orders. We might say, I'll have the borscht, or I'll take the borscht, or I'd like the borscht, and so on. Any of these translations is fine, but of course we need to know what we're literally saying. And as it turns out, ya budu means I will. So all you're actually telling your server is, I will borscht. Я буду борщ. That might sound strange to you at first, like there's a word missing, but this is one of the main ways that Russians will order. And of course, we do the same thing in English. When someone says, man, that was a hard day, I feel like a beer, they're leaving off the verb, right? Because what they mean is, I feel like having a beer, or I feel like drinking a beer, something. 
The verb is implied. Try it again. Say, I'll have the borscht. Здравствуйте. Я буду борщ. Now, there's one other really important thing I'd like you to pick up on. Listen to how your Russian cousin orders pizza. А я буду пиццу. Did you catch how she said pizzu with an oo sound at the end instead of pizza? This is an absolutely fundamental part of Russian grammar, and it's the real topic of today's podcast. Now, just based on that one example... How do you think she might say, I'll have vodka? Я буду водку. Vodku, with an oo sound at the end. Or how about this? I'll have cola. Я буду колу. And yet, if she orders soup, listen. Я буду суп. We just hear soup. No extra oo sound at the end. So, what's going on here? I know I made a big point about Russian being a rhyming language, and believe me, it is. But that's not what's going on here. Yes, budu does rhyme with vodku, but that's coincidence only. What's going on is that words that normally end in an ah sound, what we called feminine words in an earlier podcast, change their ah sound to an oo sound when we do something to them. Here's just a sampling of what constitutes doing something to something, ordering something, wanting something, buying something, knowing something, taking, holding touching, etc., etc. These all count, linguistically, as doing something to the noun. To really drive this point home, let me show you how English would sound if it had the same rule. Listen to how the word bandana changes in these two phrases. This is my bandana. Hey, who took my bandanu? Do you see how we're not doing anything to the bandana in the first phrase? We're just stating a fact. This is my bandana. But in the second one, someone has done something to the bandana. They took it. Hence, bandanu. Here's another example with the word pasta. There is pasta in the cupboard. I cooked pastu yesterday. Again, in that first example, we're just stating a fact about the pasta's location. But in the second phrase, we've done something to the pasta. We've cooked it. Even people's names need to change in the same way. This is my sister Tina. I saw Tinu yesterday. Seeing Tina counts as doing something to her. Now you try it. Following the same pattern, insert the correct form of the word sofa. You ready? Is this your new blank? Yes, I bought this blank at Ikea yesterday. So, is this your new sofa? We say just sofa because we haven't done anything to the sofa yet. But, I bought this sofu 
at Ikea. Now we say Sofu because we've done something to it. We bought it. If you understand this pattern, you have mastered one of the main aspects of Russian grammar. And speaking of Russian, let's apply it now in some all-Russian sentences. In a cafe, a server has approached the table ready to take your order. Say, I'll have the caviar. Я буду икру. Try to say, I'll have a cola. Я буду колу. I'll have pizza. Я буду пиццу. But now say, I'll have borscht. Я буду борщ. We notice that the word borscht doesn't change. So imagine you're in Minsk, sitting with some co-workers in a cafe. As the server brings your order, one co-worker says, Спасибо. And the waiter responds with, Пожалуйста. And walks away. Listen again. Спасибо. Пожалуйста. Oh, your server is coming back again, this time with your pizza. Let's say the same thing that your co-worker said. Спасибо. Sure enough, the waiter responds with, Пожалуйста. How would this exchange go in English? Ah, thank you. You're welcome. Let's listen to those words again more closely and repeat them. Спасибо. Don't worry about trying to actively remember this word. You'll hear Спасибо. So often, it'll sink in naturally. This is why it's so important to visit our new media center on RussianMadeEasy.com. We have over a dozen clips from Russian TV where the characters are saying the word спасибо. Different voices, different styles of delivery, different situations. That exposure to real-life examples of speech is key to your success. Okay, back to it. Now, what was that other word? The waiter's response to спасибо. Пожалуйста. Spoken very slowly, you'll often hear there's an oo sound in there. Пожалуйста. But at normal speed, it essentially gets dropped. Listen. Пожалуйста. Now, пожалуйста does not mean you're welcome. In fact, it literally means please, which is why we'll be adding it to our requests in a moment. So, why would they tell you please after you say thank you? Well, it makes sense if you think of what words they're leaving out. You say thank you, and they say, please, there's no need to thank me. Say that word one more time. Пожалуйста. 
And now here's your tip for the day from Russian Made Easy. There's something in linguistics known as a construction. That's the fancy term they give to the simple idea of a fill-in-the-blank phrase, and that's what we've been working with today. For example, the English phrase "I'll have blank" is a very common construction for ordering food, and you can fill in all sorts of things in the blank. I'll have the soup. I'll have the lobster. I'll have the pancakes, and so on. If you're a foreigner trying to learn English, you'd be smart to master such a common construction. And if you practice the right way, you'll quickly become fluent with that construction. If you do this for all the major constructions of a language, you can quickly become fluent. In short, constructions are the most efficient tool for developing fluency in a language. So let's practice again with our Russian construction, inserting various foods in there. Ya budu blank. So order soup. Ya budu soup. Order borscht. Ya budu borscht. Order pizza. Я буду пиццу. Order caviar. Я буду икру. In the mood for some greens, the word for salad in Russian is a cognate. Listen. Салат. Only it ends with a t. Салат. And the stress is at the end. Salat. So order a salad. Ya budu salat. Coffee is also a cognate. Listen. Coffee. Coffee. So order coffee. Ya. Budu coffee. Let's try to fill out the exchange a little bit more. So there you are, sitting in a cafe with some Russian friends. The waiter comes over and greets you. Здравствуйте. Let's greet him right back. Здравствуйте. Look up from your menu and tell him, "I'll have the borscht, please." Я буду борщ. Пожалуйста. Your friend then says, whereas I'll have a salad. Listen. А я буду салат. Пожалуйста. The waiter reads back your orders. Борщ и салат. Да? Tell him yes, thank you. Да, спасибо. He says you're welcome. Пожалуйста. Did you catch the word for and, as in 
borscht, and a salad. It was... E. So let's try that. Say, I'll have the soup and salad, please. Я буду суп и салат, пожалуйста. On a side note, try to think of that word и as meaning in addition. Because there are a couple of words in Russian which translate more or less as and. So with this e, think of an in addition. I'll have soup and in addition, I'll have the salad. Okay, final exam here. Let's put this all together and say, Hello, I'll have a pizza and coffee, please. Здравствуйте. Я буду пиццу и кофе. Пожалуйста. Awesome. All right, that about wraps it up. By the way, a listener wrote in asking for more details about our new audio course, Russian Made Easy Plus. Great question. The focus of it is idiomatic speech, all pulled from modern Russian TV shows. And what I love is that it's a perfect complement for Russian Accelerator. In that course, you're becoming this well-rounded conversational speaker. But in RME+, you're adding character and attitude and idiomatic expressions into your working vocabulary. I really hope you check it out. rmeplus.com That's the letters R-M-E-P-L-U-S dot com. All right, see you next time. This has been another episode of Russian Made Easy. For a transcript of today's podcast, head over to RussianMadeEasy dot com.